What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show. Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for taking some time to hang out with us this evening. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, Ivan Lovegren. Ivan, what's going on, man? I'm having a great day, Rob. Uh, it's, it's, it's been all over the place. Uh, I'm, I'm officially uh, a, a, a mid-level collector now. I sent a PSA submission today. Wow. My first time ever sending a PSA submission. Okay. So I've graduated. Um, but yeah, so it's been a good day, and now I get to spend time with you and all of our friends in the chat and fellow collectors out there. So how about you? What's new? What's good? Well, uh, first, I'd like to publicly thank you for the, uh, the hat tip or tip <laughs> of my hat to you for uh, some sage um, flipping advice. Uh, that netted me a very nice windfall, uh, and uh, yeah, so thank you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into specifics per se, but uh, Ivan gave me the hookup, and uh, it resulted in uh, so well, much needed extra cash. Can, can I at least shout out the system though? Because I thought that was, I thought that yeah, worked well. Absolutely. I know, I know, Rob. That like me, you you don't want to put something hot on eBay. Um, but I also know, like me, you're not necessarily a, a greedy person. So when you were reaching out to me, I said, look, just make it easy. Post it on Twitter at 90% of what it's going for on eBay. You'll make some buyer happy and you'll, you know, not have to worry about all of the BS that goes on. Um, and, you know, it worked. So yeah. should we get into there. specifics? Well, I don't I mean, know if you want to. It's, I mean, we're not the tweets on your timeline. Yeah, Go I follow get, Rob I, at VOTC, <laughs> and you can see the development. You can watch it unfold in real post time. Um, but we got a show to do. But yeah, so, you know, that's a DMs always open for me and Rob. Like, reach out if you have questions. That's We love helping people grow the hobby. Half the time, my advice is, I don't know. Tweet me, and I'll retweet it, because someone else smarter than me out there does know. So... Well, yeah, we do have a great show for you guys planned tonight. Uh, we're going to kick it off with our poll in just a minute, but we've got some fun stuff in hobby happenings. We're going to take a dive into Top Series 1 baseball with some highlights of that. We've got a great off-the-post segment with Connor McDavid. We have an interview um, from ESPN with Project 70 artist Justin Never. We have a, a look at several new product releases next week in Hot in the Shop, including a brand excuse me, a new brand from Onyx uh, that looks pretty exciting. And also a product that I know that Ivan will be raving about. And um, who knows what else, but let's dive into the poll, shall we? Talk Absolutely. About, let's talk about great minds thinking alike, Ivan. You and I were on the same wavelength. I just couldn't formulate it until you suggested it. So the GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll is growing interest in sports cards has started to impact sports outside the major five. Major five? Yes. Soccer. So which sports cards, which sports cards will be the next to explode in value? Number one, tennis. Number two, Formula One. Number three, golf. Number four, other please reply leading the way 44.5 percent are saying golf i interest ivan how did you vote 
Um, I voted with both my heart and my wallet. Uh, so full disclosure, I have quite a bit of Formula One product already, so I am biased. Um, but I have it because I truly believe this. Um, I think that the immense growth we've seen in European collecting, which is part of the soccer boom, can translate to Formula One. Um, I also think Formula One, it's just a little bit easier to digest than NASCAR. I'm sorry, NASCAR friends. But uh, it's a little easier to digest with just 20, you know, 20 racers and 10 of whom don't even count anyways in that. And there's been such a drought of it that I think it has a much bigger chance to flourish versus golf, the most popular one on there, which there's been a drought of, but much smaller. And also the playing field is again, much wider. And there are some established hierarchies. It would really take a, a new tiger. Um, almost more about like why tennis belongs on this pole is we've got a new Serena. Just as Serena's cards are finally getting the respect they deserve, we've got Naomi Osaka coming on the scene. Well, I don't know that that's happening in golf. And it may be happening, but the fact that I don't know is sort of an aggregator of general content yes. tells me it's not in the public opinion the same way. So that's my <coughs> spiel on All right. Nice this. hot take. All right. I was also, um, I think my vote was influenced by, partially by today's transaction. But I will make an argument for tennis. Uh, tennis has a wide, wide audience internationally it is accessible to lots of fans as ivan alluded to the european market i look to the asian pacific market which has also grown tremendously and i see tennis as being something when we talk about values exploding i think golf is kind of already up there a little bit and ready to explode but i think tennis has the most upside of all of them and and i'll and i'll give you a very specific instance we're going to go back to what how we started this conversation several months ago tops released an on-demand set uh called the 2019 international talentness hall of fame box set and in that box set uh, are various cards, and one of them is Naomi Osaka's only rookie card. And so at the time, I bought two of them. They're $19.99 apiece at the time. I opened one and flipped the, Nao the Naomi Osaka for about $70, so I already almost doubled my money. And actually, I was a little bit slow. Those cards were going 100, 110, 120. Um, I got late to the party, but still, you know, managed to, to do very well. I held on to the second one, kept it sealed. And Ivan mentioned to me, dude, do you know what those are going for right now? I'm like, no, he's like the last one sold for 500 bucks on eBay. And I was like, holy cow. And so, of course, confirming it and looking at if there was any available, what they were selling for, I'm like, well, I'm gonna sell this one. But like Ivan said, instead of you know putting it at 500 or 495 and dealing with eBay and possibly a return, I said, you know what? Ivan suggested put it on Twitter. I said, okay. I said 450 gets it available and it was gone in like, I wanna say 
it was less than 10 minutes, I think, Ivan. I, I'm not totally positive. I'll check the timeline. But it was fast. <laughs> it was fast. I mean, that puppy's already packaged up, sitting to get picked up tomorrow morning. Uh, the guy paid right away. It was brilliant. So I am a little bit jaded in the sense that I took a 1999 box set and flipped it for $450. So, yes, that might have influenced my voting today, but I still think mm -hmm. that I make a strong case based on um, the upside of where they can well, go. I'll tell you the other thing that's sort of the irony of this is that didn't motivate the poll. That came after the poll. We both had this conversation this morning, and then I followed up that conversation with, hey, have you seen those Osakas? <laughs> <laughs> so um, very interesting how that all went down. But that's the other thing I love about the hobby. You know, like w what explodes is fun. But, you know, it's it's me and you talking. It's, it's friends on Twitter talking. It's, uh, uh, you know, Rob. Real quick. Yeah. Coolest thing happened to me. So we go to the National <laughs> every me, year when me. they have it. Um, a couple years back, I met some international uh, collectors at the National. Uh, they're from Germany. They're twins, uh, Kiki and Ivan. One of them has a great name. Um, and I became friends with them on Instagram as well. Like, I followed them there. And, you know, I'm always espousing Twitter. It's what I love. You need to go to Twitter and follow GoGTS Live to enter to win our giveaways a little bit later in the show. So make sure you follow us there. I found a feature. Uh, I was reaching out. I'm trying to find a product that's overseas. And I thought, you know what? Kiki and I are friends on Instagram. So I messaged him. He has now created this chain of people to try to get it to me. But the coolest part of it is there's a feature on Instagram Messenger where I can send him a voice text international to Germany. That's awesome. And he gets it 30 seconds later and responds back. He actually initiated. He sent me this voice message. And I'm like, wow, I'm literally talking to my friend in Germany right now. 2021, collectors around the globe uniting to talk collecting. Um, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So that's the fun part. Things go up, things go down. Well, you gave but we have each other. Through. You gave me a tremendous amount of satisfaction because I remember when I bought those, I I don't do any online commerce with my debit card since it's tied to my bank account. I always use a credit card. And I remember after I bought those, my wife was like, "Are are you using the credit card to buy cards?" And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yeah, but I said, I said, trust me on this one. Trust me, this and this was a while ago, like I said, and so I got to show her today that transaction and the look on her face. I was like, you just gotta trust me once in a while. <laughs> so it yeah. gave me tremendous satisfaction. So thank you, Ivan. But other people have thoughts on the poll as well, Ivan. Um, we have, I see you, Fam Dem, Fam Den, talking about Olympics. Okay. Uh, Esports, mm, a lot of you guys saying esports. I don't know. The Overwatch League had um, cards from Upper Deck. I don't know how well they did. Um, let's see. I mean, that's another one. Did we talk about that together on the show about the gamer about Panini being ahead of the curve on that? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. You know, ba basically they they brought gamers to the national four almost five years ago now. Yep put their autographs in products, got lambasted by collectors. What is this doing in here? What? I don't want Oh, gamer. Those same gamers have remained friends to this day. And 
a month ago put out their own product, privately produced, yep. in a blaster format, and sold out in 10 minutes, like 40,000 <laughs> units. So interesting. So if, if anyone from Panini is tuning in, validation. You were right. You were just right ahead of your time. Um, you know, it doesn't, yeah, doesn't lessen the sting too much. But um, yeah. Quite a few other people saying uh, UFC. So that's Ooh. that that could be too. So we'll see with the new licensing how that that goes. A lot of you know the other thing about their licensing that's interesting. Now what? So I promise I won't monopolize this with too much top shot talk. I know y'all are already sick of it. But if you've been following the crypto NBA top shot collectible, the next license that they've announced they have is UFC. Oh wow. So I actually wonder, so basketball being an established market, I, I felt like a little bit of dollars came out of the basketball market to go into Top Shot. But I wonder if having a, a Top Shot for UFC might actually then bring collectors into the physical cards. Because there's an interesting economic cycle. Uh, Rob, you just went through it on a micro level where you buy something for 20 yep. and then it blows up and you sell it for 400. You actually, a lot of times I found I do this, I then go buy a $50 PC card and I don't feel guilty. Exactly. <laughs> Versus, you know, so, uh, and I'm, we're seeing this on Top Shot now too, where people are going out and building collections now because they've made money. So it feels like it's all about the money at first, but once you have it, you start collecting. Oh, or, so, or add too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so just interesting thought with UFC that hadn't even occurred to me until this minute. This is, you're watching my brain work. Um, that's, that's kind of cool. What if uh, what if that has a trickle down effect to help UFC physical card collecting get more love and get more credit? There you go. Good point. Um, so we do have a few prizes to give away tonight, and so the reason we always start off with our poll is because Twitter is the way where we aggregate all the places that we're streaming to, so you guys all have a chance to win. Ivan, give them more detail about that if you would, please. Super easy. Twitter.com slash GoGTSLive. Follow the account. And later on in the show, we'll post a tweet. And you just have to retweet that tweet. Be following us. And then if your name is the name that's drawn, uh, you have to claim your prize. It's pretty freaking simple, I think. Very so, cool. Twitter.com slash GoGTSLive. All right. Well, let's uh, shift gears and dive into our first segment we like to call hobby happenings where we take a look at news notes and nuggets from around the web in this hobby that we love and share them with you and as always there's a lot going on so here's a look at this week's hobby happenings well this tweet from beckett grading services is sure to be welcome news to customers of the service stating quote as we are working through our backlog, we're changing our procedures to help our customers. Starting February 12th, which was just last week, we'll no longer charge customers until their order enters the actual grading process, not upon initial receipt. Look for more positive updates as we make improvements. So we'll be sure to keep you appraised of what those specific improvements are once announced. Nostalgia is a huge driver in the hobby, and it's on display once again with Pro Set coming back. 
Well, according to this newly created Twitter account and the posting of this image of Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence on a classic pro set style design, it just may be. Subsequent tweets seem to lead credence to this not being a joke or publicity stunt. However, at this time, we don't have any official information. We have seen rumors that Brian Gray of Leaf Trading Cards may be behind this ProSet brand revival. I guess we will just have to wait and see. Yeah, to add to that, I saw a tweet late today that said they're going to have their coming out party tomorrow. So we're going to find out a whole lot more tomorrow. Twitter for the win. (laughs) Sports Collectors Daily reports that one of 119 copies of Michael Jordan's 86-87 Fleer sticker graded PSA 10 sold for over $234,000 as Golden Auctions closed out its first monthly trading card auction. The price broke a record for the grade established just a week earlier when another sold for $200,100 through the PWCC Marketplace auction. Fewer than 1% of the more than 13,000 Jordan rookie stickers graded by PSA have been awarded a gem mint rating. I don't own a true card of rookie card of Jordan yet, but I do have a sticker. I do have a rookie sticker. Nice. Bodes well for the future of soccer also. Yes. Seven Super Bowl championships, five Super Bowl MVPs, and I don't even need to know say his name for you to know. I'm talking about Tom Brady, whose autograph is hotter than ever, escalating in value by 100% in just four years. The GOAT is hosting a private signing. So one, you can try to get in that if there's any spots left, but also look at these prices compared to those from just four years ago. That's truly extraordinary. Now imagine if he were to win another. Oh my gosh. Um, The late Penny Marshall truly was in a league of her own. The accomplished actor, director, and producer was also a very avid collector and was seen on more than one occasion at the National Sports Collectors Convention. Well, last week it was announced that a portion of her collection centered on the former Negro Leagues and was donated to the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, proving again to be a class act even after her death. Way to go, Penny. That's fantastic. Uh, There was a lengthy statement issued by Baseball Card Exchange, who you may know as the hobby's leading authenticator of unopened sports cards. The statement indicated that in an effort to catch up on the extreme backlog of submissions facing the company for authenticating unopened sports card boxes, some changes will be made. What specific changes have not been determined yet, but may include eliminating certain types of products from being eligible for authentication? Maybe a little bit more selectivity on their part. We will keep an eye on this and let you know what transpires. Yeah, there's a lot in that statement, Ivan, uh, including the fact that they have pallets and like truckloads full of pallets waiting to be authenticated. It's not talked about enough, uh, but it's interesting to think one trusted company that does that versus four or five now trusted graders. And we see the backup with graders. Oh, amazing. 
Well, I, you know me, I love to see manufacturers working with the leagues to promote the hobby. Did you guys catch the debut of Rippin' Packs presented by Panini America and with the NBA? If not, watch this. Well, the man's turned it into a thing. We're ripping packs presented by Panini. What do you have tonight, Grant? Walk us through. All right, let's see what we have in here. All right, we have Rudy Gobert. Good we one. have Troy Brown Jr. We have I Kevin Porter Jr. We have Karis Levert. Oh, very nice. Okay. Rocking a Brooklyn jersey. Ben Simmons, legends of the ball. Oh, Bill Russell. Hey, yeah, you can't can't get better than that. Can't, can't get better than that. You have Zeke Naji, and then James Wiseman. Did I say his name right? You did. You did. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So I guess happy you. happy birthday to the legend Bill Russell. Just turned 87. I think that's Incredible. your winner in that pack. The Bill Russell. I think card. so too. Sports cards continue to garner big interest from investment firms. In a major announcement, Bloomberg reports that Golden Auctions is selling a $40 million majority stake to the Chernin Group, a well-known Los Angeles-based investment firm. Chernin leads a blockbuster group of investors, including basketball star Kevin Durant, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban, YouTube co-founder Chad Hurley, YouTube star Logan Paul and podcaster Bill Simmons. So all of them taking a strong interest in sports cards in the form of golden auctions and their service to the industry. Certified sports guarantee, henceforth referred to as CSG, is officially open for business and taking submissions for grading. For more details, watch this. We are excited to announce the latest company to be formed by Certified Collectibles Group, which leads the world in third-party authentication and grading services for collectibles. CSG provides expert, impartial, and efficient third-party certification services for sports cards. Just as with CCG's other collectibles categories, CSG will revolutionize sports card grading by leveraging world-class expertise, advanced technology, innovation, and operational excellence. Every card is examined by a team of expert sports card graders, led by Andy Broom and Weston Reeves. Together, Broom and Reeves boast nearly three decades of experience as professional graders in the sports card industry. Broom started grading sports cards professionally in 2000. Since then, he has graded millions of cards, including the most iconic ones, such as the T206 Honus Wagner, T206 Doyle National, and the T206 Ty Cobb Back. At a young age, I fell in love with cards, not so much the collecting of cards or, or sports in general, but more the technical aspects of cards. I wanted to know how cards were made, uh, why people counterfeit cards and alter cards. Reeves brings to CSG 20 years of sports card collecting experience and nearly seven years as a professional grader. I've been a passionate collector since I was young. Uh, my dad got me into sports card collecting. My favorite things about being a collector is 
staying on top of the trends, um, watching my favorite players play. I love to see the finer details in cards. The CSG grading team is assisted by advanced authentication and grading technology to make the certification process more precise and efficient. Once graded, sports cards are encapsulated in the CSG holder with the bold CSG certification label. The CSG holder and label combine enhanced security features, crystal clear optics, and archival materials for the best in display and protection. Every CSG certified sports card is also backed by the CSG guarantee of authenticity and grade, which is the strongest in the industry. The launch of CSG is a game changer for the sports card collecting hobby. To learn more, visit CSGcards.com. you just can't get enough hobby content and you hate having to wait a week in between episodes of go gts live well collectible app is launching a new daily podcast starting march 1st simply titled collectible daily interesting that's really yeah cool. that'll keep them busy uh in other news Tops Project 70 officially kicked off this week with some familiar artists, including Ben Baller, Ermsey, Blake Jameson, and some new exciting artists such as DJ Ski, Bobby Hundreds, and Snoop Dogg. Yes, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Much like cards from Project 2020 last year, the cost is $19.99 per card, or you can get a three-card bundle for $49.99. The cards will be direct from Tops and only available in a two-day window and then printed to the quantity ordered during that window. There are scheduled to be over 1,000 cards in the total set, but with no set player checklist, artists are instead given the chance to choose their own subjects. Later in the show, we'll be watching an in-depth interview with Tops Project 70 artist Jonas Never on ESPN Sports Center of all places. So stay tuned for that. A couple of notable hobby personalities are moving up, or excuse me, moving on or moving up. Sports Collectors Daily reports that Susan LaJudai, a.k.a. Suze, a former Beckett and Topps employee, will be joining Golden Auctions in a marketing and social media role. Congrats, Suze. She's been working as a marketing manager for Culturefly in New York since leaving Topps over a year ago. As earlier reported, Golden recently received a large capital investment and has been hiring multiple employees in advance of a new collectibles platform it expects to launch soon. And Jeremy Murray, a 21-year veteran of the sports collectibles industry, and most recently Beckett's vice president of grading and authentication, has been named president of Beckett Collectibles. So, yeah, a big congrats to both of these great hobby people, Jeremy and Suze. Also, just a quick reminder that, you know, if you're looking for breaks to get involved in, be sure to check out the breakers that are helping to support the Crohn's Colitis Foundation by Rippin' for the Cure. Stay connected to Rippin' for the Cure on Twitter by following them at RFTC underscore CCF. That's at RFTC underscore CCF. 
and stay tuned to what Rippin' for the Cure is doing and how you can get involved. And that's a look at this week's Hobby Happenings. Wow. Very good. Lots of cool stuff today in Hobby Happenings. Um, we touched on it a bit, but yeah, I had not thought of that at all until that statement. Um, authenticating boxes is backed up. I mean, Rob, you've seen what's been going on with like 1991 Fleer basketball, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, 1990, I was looking at 1990 Pro Set Series 2, okay? So Emmett Smith rookie cards. Going between 500 and 750 a case. Unreal. Unreal. 1990, was it 1991 Upper Deck Michael Jordan baseball card graded mm -hmm. nines and tens? Going for hundreds and sometimes over $1,000 in tens. Yeah, that. I mean, short the Junk Wax era is coming back strong. <laughs> I'm actually looking right now. There's a, um, that's funny. So I sent one of these in my, not one of these. Um, I just searched PSA 10 1991 Jordan because I wanted to find a comp on that super fast. But instead, I see a live auction for the award winner holograms from the basketball upper deck. Nice. That's at $263 as well. And it's like, I, I know those were like $40 in a PSA 10 two years ago. Um, oh, I know. But just on that hunch, I recently opened a pack of 91 Upper Deck randomly and pulled a Hakeem Olajuwon hologram. And I thought, I'll include this in my order. So that grading order I told you that's, I sent out this morning. That's has a, awesome. A $4 hologram in it because I thought it might be fun to try to get a 10. And now I'm looking at the Jordan 10 is probably going to close above $300. Crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. The uh, the demand for stuff, uh, what's old is new, I guess. You know, what we uh, so negatively referred to as the junk wax era, it appears that there's money to be made on that stuff right now if you're sitting on it. So... All right. Um, well, switching to our box break segment. Um, first, we have two rollover prizes from last week that went unclaimed. One is this Harry Kane card, this prismatic refractor gorgeousness numbered to just 10 from Topps Chrome. Uh, that's a nice card. So... Nobody claimed it. It's up again. And then the Ted Simmons uh, patch card. So put those on the list, Ivan. And then we only have one break tonight, and it's top series one. Uh, I pre-broke it, so we're going to look at the highlights. But wanted to, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody down in Texas right now. And there's a large hobby contingent down in Texas, and. You know, our friend at Panini, Scott Prusha, I heard that he had water pipes break. Mm. The Panini office has been closed all week, so Tracy said he was going to be unable to get us a shipment for the show this week, uh, despite he's got some products for us, but he said he'd send them next week. So, um, yeah, our thoughts and prayers go out to all those people down there. I, I can't even imagine. So checking out uh, Tops Series 1 Baseball. Like I said, I broke this earlier in the week, and we're going to take a look at some of the highlights. So 
right away we found several really good rookie cards. Uh, and we might remember we had our rookie card conversation last week. Christian Pache, Luis Garcia, Bobby Dalbeck, Joe Adele, Dylan Carlson, Joey Bart, Ryan Mountcastle, Alex Baum, and Nick Madrigal. So nice. We did very well. So uh, one person tonight is going to get all those rookies, Ivan. Okay. Okay. Tops Series 1 rookies. Love it. And then um, some inserts. Fernando Tatis. And I believe it was, what is that, the 79 design? Henry Aaron. Rest in peace, my man. You'll always be the real king. Jacob deGrom on the 73 design. Hey, look, Anthony Rizzo. Hey, nice. Go Cubs, go! Trevor Story. Ooh, and then Anthony yeah, the, there's Rendon. lots of the 1986. That's a continuation set for the yep, 35th Raphael. anniversary. Devers, George oh, Brett. That George Brett's beautiful, by the way. I pulled one of those from a hobby pack. And Ryan Sandberg. Sandberg, and Cal Ripken Jr. How do you feel? How do how did you feel pulling that Cal Ripken Jr. Rob? I know I, he's. I your liked guy. it. Yeah, it was. I was like, nice. That's beautiful. <clears throat> Some shiny parallels, not numbered. Uh, this one of Zachary Britton. This one of Arizona Diamondbacks teammates celebrating. And then we did get a numbered to 2021 gold parallel of Ooh. Nick Senzel. So, Rob, let me tout this product for a minute with something yes, cool. I also I ripped a few blasters and I also pulled one of the golds. Pull it back up and put it right up there on the camera on the back. If you've collected Topps flagship for a while and you know it's a collector product, the hits are few and far between, but you still kind of like the hits. The gold stamp on the back in many, many years past has been printed and it just feels cheap. And so if you notice details this year, they went out and they actually stamped the gold. Instead of just printing the 2,000 uh, different gold ones, it's an actual stamp. And I'll tell you what, it's, it's a little thing that steps this product up. There you go. Just a little piece of respect for Top. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it does add a significant expense to, pr to the production. So oh, I've talked to, to some of the, you know, we are, we're friends with some of the people that literally run some of the small, you know, Brian Gray comes on the show, Lance Fisher. I've talked to some of them about manufacturing, and they say literally stamping costs as much as the total production. It's crazy. So, yeah. So thank you, Tops, for making a small small concession for me, at least. I didn't know how much I would like it until I saw it. And then just some cards that I noticed. Corey Seager holding the World Series MVP trophy. Pretty sure this is a short, short, short print of Luis Garcia. Another short print, Manny Machado. Nice. Ooh, we home had, run challenges. Yeah, home run challenge of Jorge Soler. You know, I like that. Uh, I love that fantasy element built in. I know you do. And then... History of Tops. Tops now introduced. Wait, I just saw a Cal Ripken autograph. Am I? Am I
crazy? Yeah, you're crazy. Was that Cal Ripken? Yeah. It's a facsimile signature. It's a it's a picture of a card. Oh, it's one of those through the years. Oh, Cal Ripken Junior 2020 Tops Diamond mm. Icons Autograph Card. Ah. Want 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 want. I'm not going to talk about how much I hate those. Um, Rob, I want to ask you, before I tell you my feeling opening a pack of this, what did you feel opening it about the base design? Like, how did, how did you feel as you opened the entire box? Hard to, Hard to read. Was that your only feeling? Yeah. Okay. Because I literally had two feelings, very sharp. One was I have never had to slow down, set the card down, put my glasses on to read the name of the player. Yep like I have with this product outside of that. I thought this was the best photography and surprisingly the best frame design. I felt like these cards really popped, but we're still very different from stadium club. Yes. And like I would agree with that from that. I would agree with that. So I was shocked from all the hate I saw originally about the design online in a two dimensional format. Um, how much I love these cards, but was still very bothered by the names. <laughs> yes. I would so. second that. And our hit was a Major League Materials card of Corey Seager. So we will give that away. Awesome. And then every pack, they're not silver packs anymore, but uh, bonus pack, hobby exclusive, four trading cards in here. Didn't open this one yet. We'll open it right now. Oh, fun. Chance at an auto. These are shiny. Really shiny. Look at that. Clayton Ooh. Kershaw. Rookie Luis Garcia. Nice. Rookie Monty Harrison. Rookie Joe Adele. Ooh. So we're going to give all those cards. I'm going to put them right back in the pack, and we'll give that away, too. So three winners from this box. Rookies, Relic, and Shinies. Yup. Oh, I should also mention that in addition uh, to these two holdover cards, each of the winners will also receive one of the, hopefully you won't be needing to wear these much longer, but uh, one of the Panini Color Blast masks. Oh, sweet. So awesome. five winners tonight. Not bad for just one box. <laughs> yeah, definitely not bad. Um, sorry, I'm... No, no, no. Twitter's going slow as I'm trying to get this tweet out there because I want you all to have the chance to win. Um, but very cool. And also, again, if, um, if you get the chance to open some and you're a collector... I think you'll really like this. I think this year they did it right. Cool. The name thing is annoying, but so many other positive changes were made that I really, really liked my opening. So, I would I would second your assessment. I I did really have a hard time reading, um, and I don't that frustrates me. But that's all right. Yeah, that's part of. I mean, 
it is what it is. All right, let's update the poll question real quick. 283 of you voting so far, an hour left. If you haven't done so already, please weigh in. Golf still leading the way at 44.5%. Formula One at 26.5%. Tennis falling off from when we first started down to 15.5%. Other almost equal at 13.4%, just a couple percentage points behind. Uh, just a reminder, hashtag go GTS live QA, hashtag go GTS live QA. You have a question about the hobby? We know a lot of you guys are new or returning and there's a lot to digest. Uh, hit us up on Twitter with that hashtag. We'll search that hashtag out later in the program and possibly answer one or more of your questions. Um, Russ Cohen, our very own um, NHL analyst for Sirius XM Radio, had the opportunity to sit in with the media session with Connor McDavid, who recently scored his 500th point, tying himself with Sidney Crosby uh, for youngest to do so. And uh, we put together a nice video uh, while he talks about that achievement. Check this out, and we'll be back to take a look at next week's new releases and Hot in the Shop. Hey, Connor, I'll get this out of the way right away. Just can you give me a thought on what it means to, to reach 500, 500 points? Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a little, a little milestone, I guess. Uh, you know, a little, uh, little thing along the way here, which is, uh, you know, nice. Um, you know, and to see, uh, you know, to feel some of the reaction from, you know, my teammates and, and friends and family and, and stuff like that, it's... Uh, it's always special, so um, you know, I really appreciate the support and um, and just uh, and onward. Um, obviously, you guys got the lead and played it a lot better defensively. How do you think you guys bounced back from the other night? You know, I didn't think our game was that bad the other night. I thought we deserved a win. Um, you know, but we we, we we didn't get that. Uh, you know, they did enough to to get the win and and. Uh, you know, obviously giving up six is never never a good thing, but, um, you know, we were generating lots of offense, and, and uh, sometimes that's the way the, ga the game goes. Um, you know, tonight I thought we did a better job of, of um, you know, managing the puck, and, and uh, I thought our penalty kill was great, um, you know, especially early on in the first period. So, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of positives uh, to come out of tonight. Jason Greger, TSN 1260. Connor, you guys have, have struggled, you know, allowing quick goals in the session. But tonight you had two of your own. It's just, you know, how much, you know, a rise that is. You guys are celebrating your goal, and before you guys even sit down, really to score another one. Just talk about how, how really that can catapult you to not an easier night, but definitely, a, a, you know, put you in the driver's seat a lot quicker. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can play with a lead, it's uh, sorry. Any, anytime you can play with the lead, it's always easier. Um, you know, it's tough to chase the game. Um, you know, but I thought uh, I thought they did a good job of, of sticking with it and getting themselves back into it. Um, you know, and and, uh, and I thought we did a good job of, of kind of holding them at arm's length. So, um, yeah, all in all, I thought uh, it was a good start. Always nice to get too early and uh, and, and and play with that lead. Tim Campbell, NHL. <clears throat> hey, Connor, of the 500 points uh, each. Each milestone of 100, so 100, 200, 300, 400, it's taking fewer and fewer games as you pass each one of those. How much do you feel you're improving with your time in the league here? 
Um, yeah, I think uh, definitely getting more and more comfortable as, as the years go by. Um, you know, more and more comfortable in my own skin and, and, uh, and, and you know, figuring the game out. I think, uh, I think maybe the game is ten- trending maybe a little more offensive than when I first entered the league, so I think that maybe plays a, plays a bit of a role in it. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, definitely just getting more and more comfortable Very as years cool. go by. So thanks, Russ. And thanks, John Waldman, for putting that together for us. Pretty cool, huh, Ivan? Big shout-out to Russ. Um, I love what he gets to do and the fact that he brings it to us, too, that we get that sort of exclusive look. Um, Russ, you don't get enough appreciation. So shout-out to you, buddy, for the hard work you do. Absolutely. Love, I'm, I'm honestly, I, I think that maybe I don't give him enough credit because I'm a little jealous because I don't get to learn NHL that deeply. And it's like, man, I just wish I could just live in it like Russ does. So <laughs> yeah, once everything opens back up, come to L.A. sometime. We'll hit up the Kings together. There you go. Ooh, what's um, this in the preview box? Our squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dive into a look at new product releases hitting next week at your favorite uh, shop, online breaker, or online retailer. We kick things off, as I mentioned, with a new brand from Onyx called Onyx Nimbus Baseball Cards. Yes, a juvenile childhood name-calling term, Nimbus, has ended up in baseball cards. But Nimbus actually has a name, has a definition, I should say. A luminous cloud or a halo surrounding a supernatural being. A nimbus of power played around him, brighter than lightning. So it looks like this is their shiny version. So Onyx Nimbus is going to deliver two autographs signed on card, plus two base cards in every box, featuring an ultra-strong checklist with a solid mix of MLB talent, top prospects, and future stars. The chrome finish printed on a thick cardstock gives the cards a high-end look and feel in a way never seen on an Onyx trading card. So when we say who to look for, well, how about top prospects like Wander Franco, Adley Rutschman, Mackenzie Gore, and Julio Rodriguez. 2018 and 19 Rookie of the Year, Ronald Acuna Jr., Pete Alonzo. 2020 Top 10 Draft Picks, Spencer Torkelson, Heston Kersted, Austin Martin, Mick Abel, and others. Top International Prospects, Jason Dominguez, Robert Pawson, Byron Laura, Luis Rodriguez, and Eric Pena. And the first cards of these international prospects, Christian Hernandez, Armando Cruz, and Carlos Colmenares. And if Lance Fisher's included them on a checklist, you better be paying attention to them. Now is a chance to get in early. When this drops next week, look for silver bordered, number to 325, gold borders to 50, black to 25, and red inversions number to 5, as well as special inscriptions. Only 400 sealed cases available with 24 boxes per case. This should be fun. This should be fun. Rob, we've got an exciting product for football collectors as well this week. 2020 Panini Plates and Patches football cards should be shipping out. Uh, each box of plates and patches is going to deliver one autograph or patch autograph card, plus one memorabilia, 
one parallel, one base card, and one printing plate in every box. So really it should be plates, patches, and autos, because you're getting an auto no matter what, as well as a plate and a patch. Look for rookie patch autographs from all the top rookies in this NFL class, including Joe Burrow, Tuo Tagviola, uh, Justin Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and many, many more. Look for oversized patches in rookie patch autographs. Look for some high-flying action photographs with on-card autographs in leaps and bounds, featuring some of the most athletic and explosive players in the NFL. Also new this year, we have Highly Revered, which features on-card autographs of some of the best players past or present in the NFL. And then Rookie Upper Echelon. Get your hands on this on-card autograph set featuring those best rookies from the 2020 draft class on close-up action photos. And the memorabilia for this is fun. It's varied. Lots of full-card uh, swatches and full-body silhouettes. Uh, very cool-looking um, cards in plates and patches and honestly Rob a little secret it's generally a little more approachable than some of the other products that feature premium patches so if you like getting a good displayable card and you don't want to break the bank make sure you check this out this week absolutely and from the gridiron to the hardwood wow is it already that time of year 2020 21 Donruss NBA basketball cards already through the roof price-wise. Uh, bringing back the popular brand for a new season, one autograph card, one memorabilia card, and 60 inserts, or a combination of 60 inserts and parallels in every box. Uh, 10 packs, 30 cards per pack, so kind of a jumbo configuration. Uh, collect autographs from the popular rated rookie signature set featuring top rookies from the 2020 NBA draft. And if you're saying, well, why are they showing last year's rookies? Well, when this was solicited, remember what was going on? No rookie photo shoot, no in-person draft, etc. But rest assured, there will be this year's rookies in there. I can't wait to see what they look like. Uh, inserts and parallels, you know, eclectic is always a term used when you open a Don Ross brand. And you're going to find a stellar lineup of hobby-exclusive insert content, including Net Marvels, Craftsman, Zero Gravity, The Rookies, Retro Series, and, of course, Crunch Time, which has proved popular in recent years. Find hobby-exclusive parallel content numbered as low as one of one. A stunning lineup of laser parallels, including the black laser one of one. A deep card checklist with veterans and rookies from across the league. Uh, this is kind of a great way to get everything you love about the NBA in one convenient package. Hopefully we'll be able to take a look at this in the next couple of weeks. Rob, you buried the lead, as they say in journalism. <laughs> <laughs> At least to this guy who is really enjoying following soccer, who had a blast watching a, a, an incredible soccer matchup this week, Mbappe versus Messi. Well, we are going to the Premier League with the, uh, is this the debut, right, for Panini Prism? I'm pretty sure. EPL soccer cards coming out. A hobby box will have 12 packs of 12 cards with all sorts of numbered prisms, hobby-exclusive parallels, 
one silver prism per hobby box. So that's that's still some scarcity from what we've seen in some of the other sports recently. Ten additional prisms and six inserts. Uh, also an autograph card. But it's funny, you know, with prism, autographs are good, but we're also chasing all that fun color. Or color burst. These hard-to-find, eye-catching cards showcase some of the Premier League's elite players uh, and are some of the most sought-after inserts in this. Also look for a cool Team Logos uh, insert. And the Emergent uh, sub-brand makes an appearance where you can get to know some of the hottest up-and-coming stars of the Premier League. There will also be five different Prism parallels to collect of those Emergent cards. And there are 13 different hobby base set prism parallels to collect from that 300 card base set, including silver, blue, black, pink wave, red mojo, green ice, and more. You can check out the sell sheet on gogts.net and stay tuned. As soon as the checklist is available, we'll have that for you also. Very excited to see this and chase some of those hot English Premier League names like Christian Pulisic, Phil Foden, Nick Pope, and many, many more. Nice. Well, it's about time we get a Leaf baseball card product. 2020 Leaf Flash baseball cards coming out next week. Checklist is available on GoGTS.net. You're going to get six autograph cards in every box. The release features not only an incredibly attractive design, but also showcases top picks from the 2020 MLB draft, as well as some of the most elite prospects in the world. So, who are some of the players to look for? Well, Fernando Tatis Jr. for one, Jason Dominguez, Wander Franco, Spencer Torkelson, Heston Kierstead, and many more. In stores next week. We've got another fun baseball product, a TriStar Autographed Baseball Platinum Edition. So if you've been looking to add a new shelf with some autographed baseballs, there's 12 per box, 12 per case, sorry. Um, or if you want to jump in some breaks, there's an incredible checklist uh, that you can check out from TriStar Hidden Treasures Platinum Autograph Baseballs. Looks like the grand treasure in this is Roberto Clemente Autographed Baseball. Passed away very young and well before the autograph craze, so that's a highly limited uh, autograph. So limited, in fact, that it's on the sell sheet above Mickey Mantle and Ted Williams, who also each have their own autographed baseball in this. And then tons of Hall of Fame greats, Derek Jeter, Tom Seaver, the recently passed Hank Aaron, Sandy Koufax, Willie Mays, uh, and specialty baseballs, including gold, black, World Series, All-Star Hall of Fame, and many more of names like Cal Ripken Jr., Roy Halladay, Reggie Jackson, Juan Soto, uh, and some other baseballs with King Griffey Jr., Warren Spahn, Ricky Henderson. The list goes on and on and on. Not just classics, though. I mentioned Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, Ichiro Suzuki, Mookie Betts, Aaron Judge. Packed product. This doesn't happen often. Maybe it's just because I'm on a high from all the Top Shot sales, but I'm like, <laughs> I might, ooh, this might be the one that introduces me to autograph baseballs. <laughs> Stop it. Go away. FOMO. It's getting me. Uh, TriStar Hidden Treasures Autograph Baseballs Platinum Edition. Looks like it might live up to its name. Oh, I forgot to mention this, Rob. All baseballs feature a limited edition hologram with their numbering, none of which is more than 36. So each baseball is numbered to 36 or less. Very awesome. cool. 
and last, but certainly not least, Food Fight, in the words of the great late John Belushi. 2021 Tops Garbage Pail Kids Series 1 Food Fight. The checklist is up on GoGTS.net. Yep, the gross moldy fun is back with 2021 Garbage Pail Kids. Funny to the rotten apple core, this year's release features all new art, card backs, packaging, and more. The hobby version is going to deliver 24 booger parallels in every box. That's one booger parallel in every pack. But there's a hobby collector version of this product, which will deliver 24 pepper parallels and one guaranteed hit, along with a bonus pack with a magnet card in every box. All right. I like it. So what are these hits? Oh, you can get things like sketch cards. You can get things like shape sketch cards, artist autographs with on-card signatures, and much more. The wackiness, the fun, the gross linoleum-licking rugrats are back better than ever for Series 1 Garbage Pail Kids. And that's a look at what's going to be hot in the shop. All right, we're going to put Ivan to work, have him pull some winners for tonight. But in the meantime, please check out this recent interview just this week with uh, Tops Project 70 artist Jonas Never on ESPN. Love cards and art, getting some major pub. Check this out, and we'll be right back. It's muralist extraordinaire Jonas Never back on Sports Center from Los Angeles. Papa's got a brand new bag, Jonas. How'd you get involved with this Tops Project 70? It's an amazing project. It's a bunch of artists reimagining baseball cards that really never were. So old-time players on new cards, new players on old cards, and I'm amazed to get be a part of it. And Mr. Cartoon people over at Soul Assassins, you know, brought my name up and Tops went for it. And here I am getting the pretty much a dream come true, painting baseball players on cards. All right, so you're doing 18 cards for Tops, and you're going to raise the curtain uh, on a few of them here. You're a huge Dodger fan, so I'm guessing you're going to go Dodger? Went really Dodger heavy. I wanted to have personal ties to all the guys I'm painting, whether it be like Dodgers or L.A. natives or just people I looked up to. So figured who better to start with than one of my good friends and one of the Dodgers. And, and who's that? Justin Turner? Just, now, what happened Justin to Justin? Turner. What if he hadn't re-signed? <laughs> Dude, I was praying. I was like, I, I, I was watching him with the, you know, the, the new contract thing was one of the scariest things I've been a part of. But I'm thrilled he's a Dodger, and I'm thrilled that he's the one I'm starting with. And I even snuck his dog Moonshine onto the card in the corner. So got a little bit of everything on there. He loves that dog, doesn't he? Uh, Absolutely. Man. All right, now let's go top dog, Dodger. You went Jackie Robinson. What was the thinking there? He, I mean, I grew up watching UCLA play at Jackie Robinson Stadium. I played ball at, Gonzale, at Jackie Robinson Stadium at Gonzalez Park down in Compton. And I just painted Jackie, you know, or Chadwick and Jackie on our buddy's Baby Blue barbecue in Venice. So it seemed like a natural fit to kind of tie him in. And he's, you know, arguably the most iconic Dodger of all time. And it's just such an appropriate person to pretty much start off one of my sets with. All right. Now, the third card you brought, one of these things is not like the other one, but Coco Chris still belongs. How so? He was one of my best friends growing up. Uh, I've stayed close to his family to this day. You know, Coco, when I, back when I knew Muscovelli, his sister Shalia, his parents, Lois and Pam, like, I've loved him my whole life. And when they're talking about reimagining cards, I mean, I thought of the Oscar Gamble card from the 70s, and seeing Coco's hair, it seems like such a natural fit to kind of play into that. Well, that, that is the Oscar Gamble do he's got <laughs> for sure outside that lid. All right, uh, when you're done with the card show, do you go back to the walls? What do you got planned? 
Got a bunch of walls coming up. Just didn't want the Chargers for Justin Herbert. The Chargers have been really great to me, and he's you know made the team really exciting to watch. And I love that they're in LA now. So did something to honor him for his rookie of the year campaign. Hopefully, the start of an amazing career. You know where he went to college, right? He was a duck. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Have some of that. All right. Where, do I, where, where, where does one get these cards? Is this like a Wonka golden ticket? You buy a pack of tops, and hopefully, you get a Jonas Never card in there. Now, in the modern times, everything's on demand, so everyone's cards, I think the first card comes out tomorrow from a different artist, and each week for the next year, they're going to be releasing different artists' cards, and I think my first one comes out end of next week. I'll post it on my Instagram. It's never 1959, and all the stuff will be on Top's website, and search for them or Project 70, and I'm sure you'll find a bunch of artists you like, hopefully. All right, well, we can't, we, we look forward to... Uh... <laughs> to getting these cards and, and checking them out. Uh, everything you've done is real, whether it's the wall, the card, uh, the man himself, Jonas Never on SportsCenter. Thanks, pal. Uh, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you having me here. All right. Very cool. So I'm sure we'll be learning more about Project 70 throughout the year. Let, let me ask you a quick question, Rob, before we go into our, our question. Um, so you saw the segment. You saw the choice of cards. Project 2020 was built around 20 cards that Tops thought were important and iconic. I'm seeing a Justin Turner card and a Coco Crisp Oscar Gamble card and a Jackie Robinson. What do you think about that? Like, that's kind of a risk, too, like for Tops, don't you think? Oh, it's definitely a risk. What if the artist chooses players that aren't popular? Yeah, like, do you think demand will be huge for the Coco Crisp card because of the homage to Oscar Gamble, or do you think it's that's you know, it'll be niche going out there. It'll be niche. Yeah. So, yeah. just something I found interesting about this this project is uh, even more diversity than we saw with Project Twenty Twenty. Oh, oh, absolutely. Because there isn't the same template twenty times. It's very broad. So it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit more interesting to watch, actually, because of that. So, um, All right. Our Go GTS Live QA question this week mm. comes from Brad Connell, at CowKid1 on Twitter, who said, Seeing that pro set Trevor Lawrence card made me think, what are Ivan and Rob's favorite sets of all time? Um, that's pretty hard for me. I mean, baseball sets, football sets, sports card set. I'll, I'll give you some examples of ones that I love. Upper Deck 1999 Century Legends. Upper Deck 2001 SP Legendary Cuts. Um, 2000, ugh, 2001, 2002. Upper Deck 70s Decades. Uh, 2001 Legends Baseball with the insert set from artist James Fiorentino, one of my favorites. Uh, if you want to see some of his artwork, I have that set right here. Look at the realistic black and white portraits from James Fiorentino. Nice. Yeah, absolutely beautiful cards. Um, so those are some that come to my mind off the top of my head. So I've, I've got one, a little simpler. It's probably not the best set of all time, but man, it just, if I think about a design, if I think about when I fell in love with collecting, all of those things coming together, 1991 Fleer 
football encapsulates all of me starting collecting as a kid in one product. Not as hideous as Fleer Baseball, even though we all have a soft spot for it. Actually, a really good design. I can see these cards if I close my eyes. I can see Phil Sims. I can see Joe Montana. I can see Lawrence Taylor. Um, just really hits my heart. That said, sometimes people want to send sentimental gifts after hearing something like that. I don't need junk wax. <laughs> but always very, very fun. Um, when I finally move into a house one day, maybe I'll be able to frame the set on the wall. There you go. Um, you know, you got me thinking about, you know, a set that I think of when I first started collecting and that really grabbed me and things of that nature. For me, that would be 1975 Topps Baseball. Um, mm. Yeah. Getting um, George Brett rookie card at a garage sale got me, got me hooked when I was about six or seven years old. Um, I can imagine if, if that had come out when I was that age, I can imagine the same. A 89 Tops is another one I have a soft spot for. It hit me at about the same age and was distinct. I thought 90 Tops did too much. I thought 88 Tops is boring. 89 really hit me, too. So there, I just muddied my own answer. <laughs> Sorry. Moving there you on. Go. Move along. Well, thank you, uh, Brad. All right. Uh, we have some winners to announce, Ivan. Yes, we do. So thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, five winners tonight, including two awesome bonus hits um, to give away. So we'll announce those winners. But if you hear your name announced, we need something from you. Yes, one more step. You have to claim your prize. That's why we do it on Twitter, so that we can poll winners, but so that you can then claim your prize. Claim your prize by emailing us. Go GTS live at gogts.net. Name of the show at name of the website. Uh, email us your name, what you won, your mailing address, because these are physical cards you're getting. We're not, not 2022 yet. And uh, your Twitter handle, just so that we can match it all up nice and easy. Uh, first person that needs to do that is number 11, Larry Fitz. Thank you for watching the show, Larry Fitz. Uh, you won the Ted Simmons patch that was one of our bonus giveaways. So number 11, Larry Fitz. Name, mailing address, Twitter handle, what you won. Go GTS Live at GoGTS.net. Uh, next up, the uh, from Series 1, we've got all the rookies. Fan out the rookies. Gotta love that coming in as a prize pack. It's like opening a full pack of cards and getting 12 rookies. That's going to T. Keenast. T. Keenast. hope I'm pronouncing that last name correctly. Uh, congratulations, T. Keenast. Uh, next up, the 35th anniversary 1986 Mojo Pack. That's going to Old Oaks LLC. Congratulations, Old Oaks LLC. The Corey Seeger Series 1 Relic. All on its own is going to JG Fan 24 Ever. Congratulations, uh, Michael McManus, JG Fan 24 Ever. And then finally, that Harry Kane. This is a purple chrome Champions League Harry Kane number to just 10 is going to QDR Hits. QDR Hits. Congratulations. All winners, email us gogtslive at gogts.net. Also, 
If you are like me and you enjoyed learning about new products today, we learned about Onyx Nimbus. Guess what? Rob hinted at it. It's true. Lance Fisher is a former professional baseball scout. His checklists are packed. But did you remember those names that Rob said? I don't. So I went to GoGTS.net and I searched 2020 Onyx Nimbus to learn about that product and also learn about Christian Hernandez, Armando Cruz, Carlos Colmenares, names I had not heard before tonight, but that now need to be on my radar. That's what we're here for. Education on the hobby, bringing you in, bringing you names on the sports. So GoGTS.net is your resource for that. Absolutely. That's our show. What did I miss? Uh, no, that is our show. One quick announcement uh, with President's Day. I ship on Saturdays. On I, then everything oh. goes out for pickup on Monday, which was a holiday because of President's Day. We had a ton of snow here on Tuesday, and I didn't get the, dry, the walk cleared and forgot to put the stuff in the mailbox so last week's <laughs> prizes did not go out until wednesday uh which is yesterday so don't worry they're coming uh they just got out late um so don't panic about that um that's it we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of go gts live the hobbies web show in the meantime you know what to be doing always be collecting have a great weekend and thanks to james and ivan we'll talk to you guys soon